Hello, Character Arc listeners. Welcome to the Character Arcana podcast. This is the season finale of Character Arcana. Don't worry, uh, there will be a new campaign in a new season. With um, me, I will be DMing the new season. Uh, that is important to note. It will be with a different DM and a different set of characters. So you can start fresh there if you want to jump in and don't want to listen to the backlog. But also, go back and listen to the 12 episodes of Character Arcana that are already out there. And it would actually really help us out if you give us a five-star rating and a commented review on Apple Podcasts specifically. Because that helps the algorithm help people use the algorithm to find us. That's there's still a better way to say that, but I'm moving on. <laughs> For today's episode, I'm your dungeon master, Richard Bertelson, and joining me today is Ted Hong. Doug Saucepots. Also joining me is Nick Slake. Mendel Sands. Previously, the world of Ostabor is under assault by the demon Bale. Our heroes left Richter and Daedalus, the commanders of the Paladins and the Drow Legion, respectively, to hold the front lines while they climbed Mount Celestia to restore the powers of their gods. Mendel reminded Helm of his duty of selfless protection on the Celestial Stairs. Yes. Doug used his totem to restore the powers of the goddess Yandala in his sister so that she may rule over the Greenfields. Yandala. She then opened the way forward to the Ivory Palace of Bahamut, where the weakened Copernicus must be returned to his throne as the god of justice. Never. I refuse. Justice. So, our party, which does include Doug and Mendel and the paladin Thadric, they... Go through the gate opened by Yandala. Party moves up and into the Ivory Palace. It is this massive palace. It is the purest glinting of white. So it's not just literally a figuratively I I Ivory Palace. It's literally an Ivory Palace. No, it is figuratively an Ivory Palace because it's actually made out of white marble. It's just mar white marble. It's just white. <laughs> it's made out of cigarettes. It's made out of cigarettes. It's just all. <laughs> it also sounds white. like a real fire hazard. Just, just it's, it's the home of a dragon. One, <laughs> one, one false move. <laughs> it is a bright white marble. You guys enter in. It is this massive hall that seems kind of desolate. You can assume a castle this large must have at some point a court of people who attend the gods you can probably assume that all those pilgrims who are on their way up when you guys were on your way up the stairs were supposed to eventually convene here but there is no one here there's a giant throne large enough for a dragon if you will and Mendel goes and sits on the throne it is it is empty it is also the very base of this throne is too tall for Mendel to get up on damn it <laughs> can i make an athletics check to climb it you sure can fuck yes doug assists by Pressing his back up against the throne and cupping his hands as a boost. Uh, Doug gave you a help action okay. to get advantage. <laughs> Thank God, because I I rolled very poorly. Both times I got the same. I got five both times. Mendel just claws at the very smooth marble edge of it. And just, there's nowhere to grip or to move yourself up. Doug, you're not doing it right. Uh, it's your fault. Why do you have to be so heavy? <laughs> um, but, Doug, uh, Copernicus is wrestling around in your breast, your leather breast. My, uh -huh. <laughs> the demon titties. Your leather chest piece. Yeah. <laughs> Not Doug. your your tits aren't leather. <laughs> I don't know. His demon, demon his skin might be kind of leathery. Doug slowly unbuttons. <laughs> Mendel, Mendel puts on music and closes Squeak's eyes. <laughs> Okay. So, they, Mendel they also starts, they to, uh, start take taking off. off his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, guys. Like, no. wait, is, what is? What are we doing? Hey, hang on. I think we're getting ready for a workout, right, guys? <laughs> Doug just looks stunned. 
and then continues to undress. You guys don't ever like take off your shirt and work out with the boys. Mindo gets down to like his stomach and then kind of looks down for a second and then slowly starts to button back up. I think I should be prepared for battle. A warrior, a warrior is always prepared. He's very defensive about it. Copernicus comes out of Doug's shirt and starts Chest. to flutter very weakly up to the throne. And as Copernicus, the small little fairy dragon, no bigger than a house cat, lands on the throne. I could have gotten up there if Doug hadn't uh, messed up with helping me. A bright, blinding, radiant light in very distinct rays starts shooting out of Copernicus. And Copernicus begins to grow. And Copernicus turns from his normal bluish-green scales to bright, white, reflective, glittering scales and towers hugely above you guys. This is a full-fledged adult dragon, brilliant as the sunrise, and it looks down at the party. <laughs> Mendel goes, holy shit! He takes Squeaks in his hand, and as he throws Squeaks, <laughs> he goes, if you sit on this throne, you will realize your full potential as a squirrel god! Uh, you don't have to roll because Bahamut, the god of justice, <laughs> raises a talon and Squeaks freezes in midair and is kind of dangling there. Squeaks! Squeaks, are you alive? It is good to see you in my true form, old friend, Squeaks. And he gently lowers Squeaks back down to Mendel. Squeaks does now appear in a little tiny suit of armor. <laughs> Holy shit. Squeaks may now participate in battle as a bonus action. Mendel, Mendel cries just a little bit. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. For listeners who want to pay attention or want to keep track, uh, we will allow Squeaks <laughs> to attack as a bonus action on Mendel's turn using giant badger stats to help them in their final battle. I was not going to talk about that in the game, but you gave me a pretty good opportunity to do so, so there you go. <laughs> now it's a gift from the god bombers. <laughs> Mendel, Mendel looks up to... Uh, Copernicus, Bahamut, what? Copernicus was my name in the material realm. I owe a great debt to you all. I entered the material realm on a ruse. I was told to fear a great threat from the fallen angel Zariel, that if she were to enter the realm, then pandemonium would overtake the material realm, and there was no way to stop her. So I was lured by the druid... Percival. And once I got there, that he asked me, bitch. he imprisoned me where you found me and started draining my power. He only got so far until you guys rescued me. But once I was recaptured in the case of Pandemonium and he used what was left of my power and might to resurrect the true threat, Bale. Bale has already overtaken most of the material realm since you guys have started your pilgrimage through the heavens. And I fear that he has so much of my power that there's very little that I can do. It's because we took too long on your thing, Doug. Doug shrugs. No, he has taken so much of my power that restoring the power of Helm in Yandala is the only way that I'll be able to give you guys one last chance to stop him. And behind you guys... Sandy Saucepots enters the realm. Holy shit! And also... Where did you come from? The god Helm in his animate armor. Oh! 
There's oh, they're all coming. <laughs> and Bahamut says, "I fear the only way to stop Bale at this point is to go back to whence you found me and kill me in the material realm before Percival can take my power." We get to go back in time. I will use the last of my power with the assistance of Yandala and Helm to send you guys back to where it all began. Holy shit. If we go back and we Do I still life, get my armor and my new hammer when I go back in time or is this like a is this like a thing like uh in Back to the Future where I go back and there's double me? But wouldn't this be a multiple timeline situation? What are the rules of this timeline thing? Do I go back and replace myself? I'm just a rogue. How could I know about quantum mechanics? Is that right? Yes. I don't know. Yes. I'm a rogue. <laughs> <laughs> In a world where there's gods, I don't know. Quantum mechanics. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a thing we don't like to talk about, us gods. Uh, <laughs> Sandy and Helm nod. <laughs> it gets real messy. <laughs> Faith and science. <laughs> It is actually the combining of two existences. What? So this will be a very unstable spell. You will go back in time, melding that timeline with this one, so you will have all that you have and all that you know. If you are in that timeline for too long, you will forget everything, and it will reset without being successful. Are you telling me that there will be two Mendels? I think I think she said we replace ourselves. Is is that right? So there's no Mendel, she, Mendela. Him? How how Mendela. do you identify? The magic will initially replace the old Jews, but if you stay there too long, you will meld into the old Jews. I'm always the better me. <laughs> so which whichever me is the better me is the me that I will be. Okay. So we're going to talk mechanically real quick here. <laughs> They're going to send you back in time. What's going to happen is very loose time travel rules because it's a magic spell that is melding essentially two planes of existence. So it's uh, you guys days are gonna, of the future's past. Yeah, if you guys, you guys are going to go back as you, uh-huh. but what's going to happen is the longer that you're in that timeline, I will roll time destabilization rolls. And the f- closer those rolls climb to the number 24 the more the timelines will combine, meaning you guys will have your agency from now right? and all of your powers and all of your abilities. But if it gets to 24, I'm going to roll a D6 at intervals, depending on how long you guys take to do things. And then when it gets to 24, then you guys just become the old yous from the past and forget everything and kind of just become level one Mendel and Doug. Well, then. All is lost. Because the magic is keeping you guys from fucking with the timeline until you fix it. Daedric steps forward and says, But if they kill you in the material realm before now, when it all comes together, will you be the lord of the celestial plane anymore? I will not. Then the paladins of Bahamut's resplendent order will lose all of our powers. That is correct. It's a good thing I'm not a paladin. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you guys. <laughs> oh, well, that's bad for the whole world. Actually, <laughs> that's that's why we should be concerned. No. Not just not just for Thadrian's sake. It certainly is going to change a lot about the world. But 
I get to re-roll for my thighs. <laughs> if it's truly what you think is necessary, my lord, <laughs> then we will do it. So wait, clarification. Go back in time, kill the dragon. So you're killing Bahamut while he's on the material plane, which and means Bahamut won't exist anymore once the timeline stabilizes. Preventing the return of Bale. Yes. And also, because there's no Bahamut after that, the paladins get their power from worshipping Bahamut, that they're their bro. Well, Bahamut's resplendent order. Yeah. So they won't have powers anymore. What if we do something like? Not even. What are you talking about? A time heist where he <laughs> is the loot, and we take him over here. Ah? Huh? Huh? Over where? <laughs> to here, this non-material realm where oh, we have oh. now Sandy. Okay, that's you, easy. And. Because I cannot reclaim you from the jump that you're about to make. I cannot pull you back. The only way is the solidification of the timelines once you go back. Solidification. <laughs> there is no pulling you back. You will either fail or succeed. Those I mean, those, we will succeed. Uh, uh, failure is not an option. What this guy said. This is the last of our power. I mean, it's not the last of our power. I still have mine. It might be the last of yours. So you can either kill me or kill Percival. Or both. Or you could do both. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we are not laughing about that. <laughs> We're not laughing about killing you. Uh, I just I just wanted to make sure we had all the options out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to send you guys back in time. Wait. But yes, if you kill both of us, that is also acceptable <laughs> to end Pale's reign. <laughs> I mean, whatever is best for the greater good, right? It's it's a solid guarantee. I, I, I get you. I mean, it's just you know, you could snip, you could snip it on one end, or you could cut off both heads. Is there <laughs> of a just wound of, of a cat dog? You know, like something with with heads on both ends. <laughs> cat dog. Uh, Bahamut fully turns his attention to Doug. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The god Helm comes up to, to Mendel and just kind of gently pats him on the back. I'm so glad you're my champion. <laughs> Get this. It was a match made in heaven. Uh, Helm opens a wineskin and walks away. <laughs> Does Percival have any weak points that we could possibly exploit? I know his weakness and Mendel flexes. It's me, Doug. Oh, yeah. It's just me. As a, as, a, as a person, I am, I am every weakness. I am everyone's weakness. I am not weakness itself. I am strength. <laughs> Mendel opens a wineskin. <laughs> Bahamut says that Percival will be susceptible to being possessed by Bale even in the former timeline because, as I said before, the magic is, as he said before, the magic is very unstable. And so... You guys are going to find that where you guys come from, the current and now, and where you guys are sent back to, are going to be ripping at each other. The then and there. Yes. Just as you guys can replace your former selves, Bale, a god in the material realm, may be able to break free. So if you go to face Percival, it may not just be the little old druid. All right. All right. Mendel puts um, on his big boy pants. Uh, Sandy, a.k.a. 
Young dollar dollar bills, y'all. Young dollar dollar bills. Walks up to <clears throat> Doug with a little Tupperware. You made such a nice feast for us. I think you should take some of some of Papa's wild hog roast. It'll it'll do your body good when you're in trouble. You do need to eat more, Doug. You are very small and frail. This stout little halfling woman does a, does not and agree as she like tries to pinch it, Doug, but there's nothing to pinch. Duh. Thank it's you. a lot of bones. <laughs> a lot of bones. Thank you, San, uh, Yandala. Sandala. Sandala. Yes, I do demand you use my official title now, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Doug waves his head like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. This wild hug will not be put to waste. Uh, what Doug is now able to do, he has a, has a heal he can do as a bonus action um, once today. Helm looks up. And makes eye contact with Yandala. And they both look over to Bahamut. They stand around you guys. They kind of form a triangle with Doug, Mendel, Squeaks, and Thadric all in the center. And the light from Bahamut shines brighter and brighter and brighter until you can't really see anything. You do see Bahamut's scales start to chip away from him. It's kind of the last thing you see as he kind of dissipates into the light itself. And you guys are kind of blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. Are we wrapped up like a douche? I know. It's revved up. I know, but it sounds like wrapped up like a douche. It does. And it's deuce. I know. Yes. Like the car. Like the poop. I mean car. I'll go with poop. And intestines. That's what you guys are talking about as you're in like that white room like the TV shows (laughs) where there's nothing. There's no ground walls or anything. It's revved up like a deuce because he, he had... Very explosive diarrhea. That's because he cooped it all in. He just held, yeah, and he, it just it had to come out. The light starts to slowly fade and fade and fade, and as you can see things again, what you see is the interior of the Squid and the Squalor Inn, the little tavern in Fairy Weather, where it all began. You materialize at a table. The first thing you see is a passed-out Richter and a passed-out Daedalus. Ah, I remember this. Oh, good times. Mendel drinks from his uh, glass of wine that he he had. And I am going to roll the first time destabilization roll. Of course you are. Stable, because we're at the table. So what happens is (laughs) the third waking person at the table is Thadric, but Thadric is looking down at his arms, and his human skin is starting to form these strange scales just slightly. What the absolute fuck? Mendel puts down his glass of wine. (laughs) I wasn't here at this time. I'm merging with Alabaster. Shut up, Mendel! He covers his mouth real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I support you so much. You're so dumb! God damn it! (laughs) Mendel picks back up his glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't whatever glass I don't know what's going on here, but this is not making me feel great. Thadric seems to kind of stabilize himself. He is a human. He has weird scaly skin kind of starting to form on him, and he what seems about to be the boobs? no teats. But she had like six of them. Stay tuned. At least two. <laughs> Mendel, Let's roll some more destabilization rolls and we'll see what happens. Mendel rummages through his bag and hands uh, Thadric some cocoa butter for your skin. Your skin. Oh, Thadric. Thadric looks to you pityingly and, and reaches down and goes, I have my own, thank you. Oh. 
Mendel starts putting the cocoa butter on himself. It was for me. I never wanted to give it to you anyway. <laughs> I wanted you to put that. I on wanted you to put it on me. Exactly. <laughs> you need to get that shine, right, Mendel? Yes. Yes. Po- polished shine. Shut up, Mendel. Mendel. Uh, so, sorry. So, I don't know what came over me. <laughs> you shut up. Mendel uh, opens a wine skin. You see over at the bar, um, the little halfling man, Harold Hundlebum, goes around, locks the front door, and goes... Well, thank you so much, Mendel. Mendel uh, grabs this little man by the throat and <laughs> picks him straight up in the air. Hang on. <laughs> you blamed us. You blame me. You're you're a tr- you're you're the mayor. You I, little dickhole. I am certain I do not know what you're talking about, sir. I hired you to do a job, which is to investigate the murder in the lighthouse tower. And and You've then already... you're you're gonna blame it on us. And then you're gonna blame it on us for murdering them. Mendel does punch him in the face, though. You, you punch him in the face. I do. Uh, um, okay, make an attack roll, I guess. Fifteen. Uh, oh, that that hits a little. He's halfling a halfling. Man. That hits a little <laughs> halfling. Man. He's just the mayor. For all the listeners, we're going back to episode one. That's where we are right now. He is just a little cocaine addicted halfling mayor. <laughs> uh, deal some damage. Oh, what is that? What is a fist? It's just your strength modifier, actually. So five. You punch Harold Hundlebum in the face. His face goes all bloody. He kind of shakes off the beating, and he looks up to you, and he goes, Did you think you could hide from me? Holy shit! shit. Mendel drops him. (laughs) And horns start to grow from his head, and you know that you are in the presence of Bale. Everyone roll initiative. (laughs) Holy shit! Fifteen total for Mendel. 19. Um, I forget. Second. We're in the in a private room, are we not? Or in the no one end? is there. You guys were the only ones there. You when uh, when Alabaster and Doug walked in in the right. first episode, yeah. the only people there were Mendel, the mayor, who you didn't know was mayor at the time, what, right. and the two le- the two seconds in commands, which are now passed mm-hmm. out. So you guys are alone. I do it's remember Just that, yeah. you guys. Yeah. It is Doug's turn first. So Doug, you look up from the table. You see that Mendel has grabbed the mayor, punched him in the face. The mayor grew horns and a devil voice. Doug, Doug, kill it. Go for the jugular. Doug rushes over and circles around to Bale's back, and he grabs one horn with his left hand. He takes out the blue flame dagger and goes to... Brad Pitt of Troy? It goes to Brad Pitt of Troy, <laughs> Bale. Stab him in the neck. Yeah. In the clavicle. Clavicle, yes. <laughs> Make an attack roll? Uh, I'm going to use... <laughs> Assassinate because that's the first. No one has attacked yet. Correct. It's twenty-four. Deal some damage. You hit him. Oh. Get him. Get him, Doug. Okay. Not damn it, Doug. Get him, Doug. I got a six, four, one, three, three, one. Damn. I done did twenty-five damage. All right. That was beautiful, Doug. So <laughs> not again. Not the jugular, but still beautiful. Doug rushes up behind Harold Hundlebum, pulls him back by the horn, stabs him in the neck. Deals 25 damage. It does not kill him, but holy fuck does he go, this isn't how it's supposed to start. That's the DM's frustration. (laughs) (laughs) That does make it Harold Hundlebum's turn, though. God damn it. Fuck. You were never this intimidating before. (laughs) He is still like three and a half feet tall. Mendel just dropped him. Doug, like... Nailing a child walks up behind him, stabs him in the <laughs> clavicle, and then, but he's still facing forward towards Mendel. He just touches Mendel and uses inflict wounds. Please don't. 
you rolled a nat 20. Of course he oh. did. <laughs> Here I am stupidly looking up his attack modifier, but it doesn't matter. That's too many dice. Stop it. Doug can do it. You can't. Mendel, this little demon-possessed halfling touches you and deals 34 damage. Where you does he feel touch? If he's three feet and Mendel is... Oh, it's right on the crotch. Yeah, that's what Actually, it's a little bit... It's actually just on the belly, like the pooch. Yeah. It's on the oh, pooch. The pooch. He, it, it, and it makes the pooch glow. Like, everyone can see just how slightly overweight Mendel is. And it hurts so bad, Mendel. It's... <laughs> it's... You know... It... I've been... A lot... Damn it! It's concentrated energy. <laughs> From all the wineskins. So, Mendel, you take 34 damage, and then it's your turn. Uh, you won't leave this tavern, let alone make it to the dragon. I'm going to do a lot more than leave this tavern. I'm going to just... I'm, you're going to die, Mendel. You sure you're not going to have another wine? I am going to have another wine, you little fucker. Mendel goes into a rage. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> and attacks recklessly, so that he attacks uh, with advantage. One of them is a nat 20. Fuck yes. I can do it too, bitch. So the first one is 19. And now Mendel gets two attacks. Again. No fucking way. Come, Ted, come look at this. Just, I got another nat 20 on one of them. All right, all right. <laughs> Mendel, finish Harold Hundlebum. <laughs> oh my God, Mendel throws down his hammer and he takes his wineskin and he shoves it as far into Hundlebum's throat <laughs> as he can and then he just holds it there until it's empty and then the mare is not moving. <laughs> You're gonna drown in your sorrows. <laughs> he says as he kind of cries a little bit. This isn't even my final form. And he dies. <laughs> So you guys are now out of combat. Phaedric looks up from the table. I, I guess you guys are good. I, you don't need me. Yeah. Mendel's breathing very heavily. He's, you can have the next one. He's scratching his scales. <laughs> All right. Use the cocoa butter. Doug hops behind the bar, uh, looks for the most expensive alcohol. All right. Um, give me an investigation check. Mendel just opens the very first bottle he sees. Oh. Give me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh, total is a 12. What what type of alcohol are you looking for? Like uh, anything. Anything that's worth having. All right, you find you find, actually you find a really nice tequila for this world. Right. Equivalent. Whatever what they the call equivalent? what they make out of cactuses. Yeah. Right. Okay. So <laughs> cactus juice. I rolled a 22 by the way. On my constitution roll. You're fine. You drink super garbage liquor, but it's fine. You, you're used to it. <laughs> Mendel smashes it on the floor when he's done. It eats through the floor of the baseboards. That like is. Acid. <laughs> Wait, what, what are Mendel, you drinking? Mendel kind of puts a hand on his stomach like, oh. It's still glowing from where the halfling touched you. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's what's killing me. Maybe. Maybe that is a problem. <laughs> Doug tosses the bottle over to Mendel. Drink this instead later. For when we win, Mendel starts putting the cap back on it. Oh, I thought you—I thought we were doing this now. Oh, no, we gotta go. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thadric stands up and says, "So, what did you guys do next?" Doug hops the bar again, goes over to the door. We continued to sit here and drink for hours. Uh, Doug opens the door to the front. We gotta go to the tower. 
Mendel Mendel walks over to Doug and puts his hand on his on Doug's shoulder. You see like his palm like glows just a little bit, and then Mendel pats Doug on the back and walks away. What did you cast something on him? Because you have to say if you cast something on him. <laughs> I I I call I I've named Doug my ward. Okay, so you can take his place in an attack. Yeah. Him. As you guys open the door, you guys look out, and the city kind of looks normal. It was night at this right. time, mm-hmm. so it's quiet, but everything looks intact and fine. I'm going to roll another destabilization roll. You guys just see a flicker of what you can assume is the now. Hellfire running from the skies, burning buildings, but you guys quickly go back to Jesus, where you don't. are at night. But you saw a glimpse of what this place looks like in your actual current timeline, which right. is that just like when you were leaving Darendale and Hellfire was raining from the sky, blood was raining, except here you also see that there are lots of slaughtered paladins and legionnaires. You can assume that a battle was fought here. Doug, does this kind of remind you of your childhood at all? I don't know. You, you're a demon, right? Uh... Yeah, but I don't really remember this too much, really. Okay. I just didn't know, you know. A lot yeah. of a uh, lot of decrepit buildings. No, yeah. a lot of running around in the mud, okay. rags, you know, that kind of thing. Rags to riches story. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, Doug was born in Daredevil, not in hell. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys end up kind of stabilizing a little bit here in the the past, and you guys head over to then where the lighthouses uh you guys cross the little stone bridge that leads you to the lighthouse and in front of the lighthouse are a series of halfling headstones at the time you didn't know who the headstones were for but you guys can remember easily enough that they were for the family cereal cereal (laughs) (laughs) who was the lighthouse keeper so uh mendel puts a hand on each each one and he says it's okay children daddy is gonna be joining you soon uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it took Richard a second. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Because <laughs> I'm going to kill him again. Are you going to do it again? Yes, absolutely. Why are we going to do this again? Because he was happy. He went into heaven and he was with his family again. Okay, I guess I guess we got to keep the timeline As much intact as possible. As intact. Well, I mean, we killed the mayor. I mean, also the mayor before didn't turn into a demon. So, you know, take give and take, Doug. Oh, uh, we just left him at the bar. We should have just thrown him in the water. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... No, That's he, gonna start He's a, like a, a wine-logged, like, bloated corpse <laughs> in his own in the bar. <laughs> Is he completely unrecognizable? He's, he's passed out with... He's actually passed out with the... With, with Richter and Daedalus. <laughs> oh, I thought he died. You might be able to blame the murder on them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to really just fuck with the world. <laughs> Mendel walks up to the door and almost goes to try to kick it in, but then remembers and then checks the handle. It's not locked. Um, you hear laughter inside, you hear. <laughs> Mendel turns to Doug and he goes, I'm not going to fall for it this time. And then Mendel tries to kick the door in. <laughs> Uh, give me a an athletics check. A 19 for kicking the door. This time, the door flies open. It kind of cracks. The, it doesn't fall off the hinges, but it cracks them the direction they're not supposed to move so that it falls they're open loosened. and kind of loose. And you see inside the corpse of the leader of the paladins and the leader of the Drow Legion. They are dead, slumped over on the table with blue flame daggers in their hands. 
the blue light is in the fireplace and around you you see the flickering of symbols elven runes written on the walls you already know that they mean peace love the end mendel looks at doug very seriously and he says listen I know it is very tempting, but you already have two blue flame daggers. You leave these alone. You read my mind. I was totally the last time you touched these, we got into a lot of trouble. We did. I remember. I can't. Mendel looks at Thedric. Also, don't eat them. Thedric lays an egg. I mean, (laughs) um, uh, did he actually lay an egg? No. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, where did it come from? He just said it out loud. That's even weirder. <laughs> Mendel's looking around for the egg. Like, I'm really confused right now, guys. I'm trying to stay with the party, but I'm kind of two different people right now. But, Thedric, we do have to keep the timeline as intact as possible. So what you have to do is you have to walk up the stairs backwards, and I'm going to walk up the stairs behind you, and we're going to keep awkward eye contact. We don't have to do it exactly. Yes, we do, Doug. <laughs> I think Doug walked up the stairs first. Alabaster kept his six. So and then she, I, she was walking backwards up the stairs, yeah, and you were making eye contact with her. Okay, I guess I'll go first then. Doug, as you start to walk up the stairs, the symbols that were glowing a light blue, the, the elven runes, start to flicker various different colors. And you feel a strange breeze come through the room. Should we do our disco dance? Squeaks. Squeaks. Nuzzles up close to you, Mendel. And you're going to need to roll Ow! an animal handling check. You're wearing check. armor now. That's a little <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> Roll animal handling. <laughs> I forget. Where are the symbols? That's going to be an eight total. Squeaks. Pat your head. And you can just tell, not yet. It's okay. <laughs> if you don't remember the dance, it's fine. You can just say, I don't remember the he dance. He rubs his armor against your ear real harshly. Ow! <laughs> um, Doug, what was your question? Uh, my question was the symbols. I don't really recall. They just said uh, peace, love, the end. They right. were a spell that seemed to be cast using the power that created the blue flame. Right. That's why, that's why they were initially blue. Yeah. They were always blue in the first episode. They did mm-hmm. not change color. They did color. not change, correct. That's what cast the spell on the two leaders of the armies that caused them to kill themselves and dance merrily through the hall. Um, give me... In that order? Yes. They uh, killed themselves and then danced? Yes. It was a curse. Give me either an arcana or an insight check. So it is a 14... You see that the the spirits of these guys are indeed laughing <laughs> and dancing together. The 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 former leader of the paladins and the former leader of the Drill Legion, mm-hmm. and they are also changing colors with the runes. They were a blue spirit when, as you remember from this time, but now they are also an orange and a purple and a brown and a red spirit as. Like the RGB function of a keyboard, or exactly, yeah, okay. Like the if they were force ghosts, they'd be going from blue to green. Yeah. <laughs> Mendel, does this strike you as weird? I don't know. We're in a stairwell. Do you? And remember you just kind of stop. Well, the I stairs, just, yeah. the stairs just kind of go like you're in the room. The stairs just kind oh, of curl up the wall around the wall. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know what it means, Doug, but really. I don't like to overthink things. I just kind of act. At this point, what happens is the door at the top of the stairwell is kicked open, and you see a living ultimate technological entertainer, (laughs) a warforged bard, start to walk down, but he's doing it very dramatically. 
He's kind of dancing down the stairs, and as he does that... Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal. As he does that, the two spirits at the bottom separate <laughs> from their dance, and they start. They focus on you guys. At this point, Mendel's at the bottom of the stairs. Ghosts! God damn it, Doug. They are actual ghosts. Cedric and Doug are on the stairwell itself. Loot this Warforged bard as he comes dancing down the stairs... He sprouts these little horns, and he starts singing, It's the time warp again. And (laughs) everyone roll initiative. I don't like ghosts, Doug. Trade me. 23. Uh, Doug, what was your initiative roll? He beat me. I got a 20. That makes it Mendel's turn first. Yeah. Yes, it does. This is like the first time that yeah. Doug hasn't really dominated the initiative. Yeah. I'm at least okay that I haven't rolled pretty shittily. You guys uh, are doing pretty good so uh, far. It, it's been pretty moderate. I'll take that over rolling some poor ass hand. So Mendel really hates ghosts. Guys, uh, there's two ghosts down here. Um, I'm gonna We're going to trade. Mendel tries to run back up the stairs. I'm going to either make you use a disengage action or they get attacks of opportunity. God damn it. Which means your action's gone from your movement and that's your turn or they get to attack you. Never mind. They're very close. (laughs) (laughs) They just start reaching. Dance with us. Dance with us. I hate dancing. Mendel goes into a rage. Uh, Uh, Squeaks reminds him. Squeaks puts his his claw on his his chin and is like, do you? (laughs) You be quiet. That was just that. Was, I needed something, uh, and so I squeak get, stares <laughs> pensively into the distance, wondering if you're just a liar in general. <laughs> uh, I will also attack recklessly, and Mendel's gonna just go swanging at one of the spirits. Yep. I do have a magical maul, right? Oh, you asked the question. Um, you don't. Uh, Lilith gave you a maul. She just gave you a maul. I will use a as a bonus action. I cast magical weapon, which makes my weapon a plus one magic weapon. Mandel turns to the ghost. His maul glows with magical energy, and he takes a swing at one of the spirits. Uh, the drow or the paladin? We're gonna go paladin. Okay. So I've got issues to work out. Thedric looks down and he puts his hand on his heart. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a dirty twenty. Uh, you hit? Yeah. Yeah! Deal some damage. Oh, God, those were great D6 rolls. 17 damage. Uh, and then Mendel gets a second attack. Those were not great rolls. 17. Does 17 hit? It does not. Damn it. You smash him once. It seems to affect his ethereal existence. The second time, it just goes right through him. This is why I don't like ghosts, Doug. I wish you could be here to see this, but they are... Opaque. I don't know what it means when you go through things. It's not a. It's translucent now. <laughs> the um, <laughs> opaque is the actually literally the opposite. <laughs> the paladin spirit. After your hammer goes through him, the paladin spirit looks over to the also mirthful and death uh, Dro Legion, and they both laugh, <laughs> and they both look at you. Boo. <laughs> Mendel pees a little bit. That makes it Doug's turn. Doug's up on the stairs. Right. I want to try something, but I. Th- don't know if it's within the realm of possibility for the action. Doug rushes up the stairs to loot. Doug, there are ghosts down here. Where are you? Runs up the stairs, kicked off the wall. Pedro <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks down to, to Mendel, just shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me call for Thedric. Doug takes one of the dags out, goes for a stabby stab in the chestal region. Unloot? 
Yeah. Any, okay. what, any, what is it? Like any cracks in his joints, any open areas? Cause I know he's, he's wooden metallic. He has, he has a wooden frame and a metallic frame. exterior. Yeah. Right. So there are parts where he has to be able to move. Correct? Sure. You can stab him. You want to stab him in a right, crease. Okay. In a, there we One go. of his creases. My I cre- take a stab at his... Oh, my creases. His he looks horns, down yeah. with his horns and his eyes glow red. My creases. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use assassinate. Because I rolled an 11 plus 5 plus 7. Oh, yeah, you hit him. Yeah, <laughs> so 12, okay, you definitely hit him. Yeah. yeah. Heal some damage. And then I'll also use sneak attack. Oh, yeah. 22, 23. There better be a reason you're not helping me, Doug. 23 Hang total? On. 23 plus 7, so 30. 30? Oh, yeah. 30 damage. <laughs> to loot. All right. Doug charges up the stairs, stabs loot in the neck. Um, or wherever he can find a crevice, the neck yeah. bolt, <laughs> a crease, a crease, <laughs> and he he goes. Ugh. For a moment, though, his eyes turn green, and he goes, "But why? There's I'm no loot." Why. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but wait, I have a secondary attack. Okay, so you take right. your second attack. So I want to be able to kick loot down from the stairs. If you want to knock him down the stairs, then you need you need to make like a push or shove action, like some kind of or like a grapple action, something that that take uh, that uses your strength or athletics. Right. But once you make an attack, that's your action. If you get a second attack, that's that's included in your attack. In it's not a attack, second action. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I can do an additional attack, but then can I also do cunning action? Yes. Okay. Great. Cunning action is a bonus action. Okay. So second attack. Get it. I take the other dagger and find another crease. Dig Ugh. my dagger into his. Crease. Oh my crevices! <laughs> it's pronounced crevasse. Oh, 16. Uh, 16 18. misses. Yeah. You or, fully yeah. fill a one crevice. The yeah. other crevice. Is unfilled. And oh. then I. Oh. <laughs> That's awful. I disengage. I dislodged my okay. dagger from his one crevice. <laughs> you can't just and... keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I Wait. backflip back. That noise you make when you get a finger to the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doug backflips. Uh, down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please do a dexterity check for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can move 30 feet away. So you'd either okay. take an attack of opportunity or make me a good dexterity roll. Okay, yeah. Dexterity roll it is. I'm sure to be good on 27. You backflip down the stairs. <laughs> backflip down the stairs. You go over Thedric's head. He looks up. But the camera's like down below him, and he looks up like the free Willy shot, and he slow claps as Doug makes his way beyond him. Very impressed, Doug. Okay. I'm fighting ghosts, and you're clapping about something? <laughs> that makes it one of the spirit's turns. The paladin who Mendel had attacked, it's going to make two attacks with its spectral sword. At least my sword's real. A 20 hits. The question is, does... A 20 does not hit. A nat 20 hits. Oh. The question is, does a... God damn it. Even if we didn't use crit rules, a nat 20 is a 33, which means that a 13 plus 3 is a 26. 13, I mean, is a 26. Damn it. Even if I used shield, I wouldn't be able to block that. So that's two God hits. God damn it. That's two hits. One of them is a critical hit. He deals 22 damage with both of his strikes. He takes one strike from the left, swings it around, takes another strike from the right, and you take 22 damage. I am raging, so I take half damage. You take 11 damage. That makes it the other spirit's turn. This one doesn't have advantage because I didn't attack it. 29. Damn it. Ow. Very ow. Only two damage. So one? Or is two already halved? No, it's one. 
Only one damage. <laughs> it's just a tickle. Not pop. as much ow as I thought. Got lucky on that one. You're. I'm not as afraid of you anymore. It's a pinch. The drow looks over to the uh, the paladin spirit and does a very exaggerated mime cry face with her twists his <laughs> his fist in front of his eyes. Yeah. They they can't really speak. The paladin one does a big exaggerated hug at him. They're very elaborate performers right now as Lute is orchestrating this whole entertaining endeavor and the runes are pumping lights into the room. Right. This is a very cool dance party you guys are at right now. Both of you are kind <laughs> of starting to become less scary to me. That doesn't make it Lute's turn. Lute does look over to Doug, though. Come on down. Doug, make an intelligence saving throw as Lute points at you. Um, you are close enough to Thadric that Thadric's Aura of Courage does give you a plus four to this saving throw. Uh, 15 <laughs> plus four and then plus four again. 23. Is that 23? Okay. Yeah. You pass. Something starts to appear before you. But I swat it away. It is... A spectral image of Lilith. She is making her way down the stairs in her sheer spiderweb dress. But you regain your thoughts and you brush her away and she dissipates into, into nothingness. I am still waiting, Doug. <laughs> I told you don't make me call for Thadric. <laughs> and Lute... I'll be down in one moment. Lute runs down far enough to be up against Thadric but that's the rest of his turn, and now it's Thedric's turn. How up against? Yeah, I was going to say, pressed up against, like... He grabs his hip like a salsa dancer. Yeah. And... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Chest to Dicey. Oh, <laughs> I don't... Strange thing. Uh, guys, should should I just let this happen, or should I should I attack him? I don't, I don't know. I can't see what you're going on, so I don't know. <laughs> I think whatever it is, you should just go along with it. <laughs> like, Thedric's going along with this dancing. Their hips are moving together really nicely. Um, do their hips lie? Hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> they are can I do it uh, every thrust. Can I do a? Can I do an insight check on that? See if his, <laughs> if his hips have ever lied. Uh, yeah. I rolled a nat one. They have never ever lied once. Thadric casts bless, and he looks down to Doug and Mendel, and you guys may add a d4 to either an attack or a saving throw for up to one minute. So for the next 10 rounds, you may add a d4 to either an attack or a saving throw on your turn. I give him the... He shakes his hip. One, two. And as his hip goes back, he casts Misty Step as a bonus action and goes down to the ground next to the spirits with Mendel. He Misty Steps out of loot's entrancing grasp. <laughs> <laughs> but his hips are still moving. Right. He still feels the music. <laughs> Dance is a really great workout. You should try it sometime. I mean, if you need extra workout tips, I mean, I I don't. It is your turn, Mendel. Doug, you're pretty close to them. Like you went far enough down the stairs that you're on the last like one or two steps yeah, before you're in the room. Yeah. Exactly. And Lute's just a couple of steps up the. Yeah, because he moved right. down to Thadric, so he's not too far from you. Right. He's like within ten to fifteen feet of you, maybe. Yeah. Mendel is still raging. And he is still angry at the ghosts. And now he's a little bit angry that he feels like he's being put off by Doug. So I'm coming. He's just going to swing very frustratedly, again, recklessly attacking at uh, the paladin since I've already dealt some damage to the paladin. Mm -hmm. 29. Yep, deal some damage. <laughs> the paladin and the drow are still hugging, and the paladin seems shocked by the hammer rushing through its ethereal form. 12 damage on that one. 
its form entirely dissipates. And now the drow is holding nothing and looks over at you very angrily. It's okay. You know why? It's just like cereal. I'm about to send you to meet him. Mendel uses oh. his second attack. <laughs> I don't have to move at all, do I? They were literally hugging. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. Um, it wasn't an at one, but it was close enough. Um... No, I mean, you, you have to tell me what you... you, 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 you <laughs> I know. swung your hammer at him. Like, he either hit him or he didn't. Oh, I didn't. No. <laughs> okay. I got a total of 14. Okay. So. Yeah, your hammer went right through... Uh, again, with the... The Drow spirit. And it does, again, really exaggerated mime, like anger. It puts its hands on its hips. And he gives the pouty face like it's super angry at you. Is that your turn then? Yeah. It's mine. I'm going to get you. you you're going you're gonna to meet your... I mean, I don't know. You already died once. I don't know where you go. It does a very exaggerated, I don't know either, like shoulder shrug. That's kind of sad, actually. If you really think about it. So it's my turn. It's right? your turn, I guess. Okay. So wait, hold on. He misty stepped. Where is he now? Uh, Thedric? He's now kind of next to Mendel. You're 10 feet away from loot, and you're 20 feet away from... Uh, this is not a very big, it's a circular yeah, room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're 20 feet away from Thedric and Mendel. Great. Phaedric is my best friend now, Doug, and it's all because of you. The spirit is just on the other side of them, so Mm -hmm. an additional five feet away. That's it. Okay. Doug is going to run up the stairs up to loot. Okay. He's going to grab hold, and he will attempt to throw him off the stairs into the closer to Phaedric and Mendel. Okay, you're going to make opposed athletics checks then. Oh, it's a net 20. Nice. Take a look at it right here. Get it, son. You can look at it right here. (laughs) What's your strength modifier then? Oh, fuck or your me. athletics bonus? Athletics bonus. I have no modifiers for athletics. Plus seven. Um, you go to grab him. He just starts moving his hips. Yes. Yes, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the kind of contact I was hoping for. His horns grow larger. Doug, with his leg against the wall and failing to launch himself with loot, he just jumps over to the center of the room. And then... Well, that okay. So, will that then you can use it? You can use that'll your, be my cunning action to disengage. Yeah, to so disengage. he doesn't attack you. Okay, yeah, exactly. So Doug launches at loot, tries to grab him. Loot hip shakes him off, but Doug does press off, backflip. I assume off the stairways. I did not put those words, but we'll go with that. Yeah, no, no. Unless what, I have to. Roll. What would you like to do? Anything no, you don't. Less is no. just a anything. A travesty. Oh, okay, and then Mendel, I'm gonna. You're going to roll to see how you jump. You jump yeah. off no matter what. How, yeah. how good does it look? How, how good, good does, does it look? look? Give me a performance check. Or, or or acrobatics, other way. Let's go with acrobatics. It's a 16. You do a little bit of a backflip, land down. You a do little the, bit of flare. You do the Iron Man land. Um, I could hear it from here. <laughs> center of the room. It was only slightly more impressive than your bread. He shook me off with his hips. <laughs> <laughs> he shook me off with his goddamn hips. He is made of metal. I would imagine it would be slippery. I, I finally came down, Mendel. That makes it the only living spirit's turn. Because you killed his lover, he will now take two attacks on Mendel. I assume that an 18 and a 17 both miss. Yes, yes both. they do. It takes furious, desperate, depressed swings at you, and they both miss. Mendel's just standing there, kind of staring at it. Okay. Falls to his knees and starts weeping silently. You don't like it when it happens to you. I don't like it when it happens to me. How about you let me hit you and I let you hit me? It definitely shakes his head no. That does make it Lute's turn, though. Lute looks down the staircase and makes eye contact with the spirit. And they both nod to each other. And Lute points at Mendel. 
Me? And casts him. I point at the spirit. Otto's irresistible dance. No, absolutely not. <laughs> is that really the card? Yep. Jesus Christ. There is no saving throw. You just start dancing, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, this is the most, the worst thing has happened. Mendel feels loot and this Dro Spirit's majestic dance power as they both start kicking it up a notch and swaying their hips and throwing their hands up in the air and the runes around the room start to flash a bunch of different colors a lot faster. Now this is what you were looking for. This is the disco fog that you guys wanted. Not fog, the disco <laughs> lights. Mendel, you start dancing. You have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and attack rolls and other creatures have advantage on attack rolls against you. As an action, you may make a wisdom saving throw to regain control of yourself. You have to do that on your turn. So until your turn, you have disadvantage in attack rolls. Other creatures have advantage on attack rolls against you. You are just dancing. Dance, dance. Squeaks does join Men your dance because he doesn't really know the difference. So he just does the dance routine. Just real. He's in it now. Squeaks, I am not doing this of my own will. You are, you are making fun of me right now. Uh, that makes it Thedric's turn. Thedric's just gonna try to attack the spirit. As a bonus action though, Thedric also casts magic weapon because he does not have a magic weapon either. So he casts magic weapon to make his weapon magic just like Mendel did. He has two attacks. He rolled a nat 20 and a nat one. He rolled a wow. nat 20 and a nat one back to back. Wow. So what he does- Way to go Thedric. <laughs> Way to be super awesome and super shitty at the same time. Thedric swings broadly forward, deals 14 damage to the spirit. He swings all the way around to make another attack from the opposite direction and falls flat on his face. I thought you would be the one that would be good at this stuff. Oh shit, no, he, um, he, the first one was a critical hit, so actually he does kill it in the first thing. He still falls on his face because yeah, the second one was still second. a critical miss. Yeah. But he did double damage because it was the first one was a critical hit. So he does actually slice right through that spirit. <clears throat> that spirit disappears. And it's now just Thedric, Doug, and Mendel down on the floor. Uh, loot still a little bit up the ways of the stairs. You know what, Thedric? I would say good job, but I'm still dancing. So you have failed. <laughs> it's Mendel's turn. Mendel, challenge him to a dance-off. Mendel. Can Mendel move while dancing? No. You can... A creature that is dancing must use all of its movement to dance within the space it exists. <laughs> see, here's what I was trying right. to do. I was trying to bring the motherfucker down. So you see you see Mendel... <laughs> we were all trying to bring the motherfucker down, Doug. <laughs> Mendel's got diarrhea face, uh, trying to move really hard, uh, and then... Make a wisdom saving throw. But wait, you don't want to. Do you want to try to break out of it or not? What are you trying but to wait. do? Wait, <laughs> Mendel has a little light bulb that goes off, and then Mendel looks at Doug and he winks, and he tightens his headband and Misty steps up the stairs. You Misty step up the stairs, still dancing. To loot next to loot, and you're now, still dancing. You still have the effects of <laughs> yeah. the dance. And now, now <laughs> I will attack with with reckless attack. So with, not at an advantage, just right yeah. now. Yeah. That twenty, bitch, man. There's a lot of nat 20s this episode. The, right. the, the, the dice know it's the finale. They're going right. out with a bang. All right, deal damage. Uh, Mendel uh, does like a, a ballerina twirl and then an arabesque. Please define what an arabesque is. <laughs> it's this thing where like lean forward with their torso and then stick one leg like out a, back uh, behind them. Okay. And then Mendel brings his hammer down. on, <laughs> Brings down the hammer. All right. 
That is God damn it. I rolled two ones on my nat sixes. That's eight damage. And then Mendel is going to take his second attack. Where Doug looks wow. for crevices, um, Mendel just blunt forces it, which doesn't deal nearly as much damage to loot. And loot goes, dance with us. Mendel rolls a 12 and does continue to dance with loot instead of swinging again. I can't uh-huh. stop myself, Doug. You have to do something. This is absolutely the worst. Loot's eyes turn blue and does the Madonna Vogue hands. This is fun, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely not. I will kill you and I will make this end. It is Doug's turn, though. How far am I from, from everyone? 20 feet. If I were to scale or somehow climb up the steps. You're close enough that you could run around the steps. Yeah. If you want to jump up, it's less movement, but I don't know. Do you need less movement? I don't know. Nah, yeah. I'll just run up like a fucking peasant. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the stairs. <laughs> just Doug reaches for the stairs from the side <laughs> and then shakes his head like a fucking peasant <laughs> and runs up the stairs. <laughs> You can try to jump up the stairs. Loot looks down and does a somersault. I'm like a fucking peasant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's on, Mr. Roboto. So Doug charges up and lunges with one of the daggers in front into like a, not a riposte, whatever the the fencing move. It's yep. a riposte, isn't it? Is it? Either way, um, which crevice? <clears throat> the tightest. Wow. <laughs> Doug shoves his dagger into the tightest crevice. Yes. Roll wow. attack roll. It's a of stabbing. <laughs> okay, so that's a 26. It hits. Do the right. damage. Go for the jugular. Loot holds up a hand to cover the crevices around his neck and exposes other crevices that are more desirable to him. 10. You deal a pretty chunky amount of damage to Loot's crevice. But um, wait. And he's still alive. There's more. Second attack? Yeah, or second attack. Yeah. I will find the second tightest crevice. <laughs> Loot, loot just, loot just like presents it to you. <laughs> Still doing a little bit of a, a, a hip shake. Here it is. Finish me. I hate you. Did you finish him? No. Hang on. Selfish. I do not. I miss. How disappointing. I believe that's called leading someone on. And that does make it loot's turn. You can't dangle the berries and then not pop one in. That's the saying, right? I mean, that's the only that's the only saying I've heard. Okay. <laughs> Squeaks is definitely in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> Doug uses cunning action to dash further up the stairs, further away from... Past him? Yeah, past him. Cunning action can either give you a disengage or a dash. You have 10 feet of movement. You can use a disengage to move past him 10 feet, or you can use a dash to move past him 40 feet, but he gets an attack of opportunity. I'll go with the former. Ten feet past him, he doesn't get any attack against you. Correct. Yes. Okay, you are now on the other side of Loot. Yes. Correct. Do you know why? Because I have the high ground. <laughs> it is Loot's turn. Doug. Huh? Loot huh. turns its head very slowly, mechanically. Like the exorcist? Just the head? Yes. <clears throat> and you hear it start to sing in your head. Let the bodies hit the floor. No, Let Jesus. the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> and it casts dissonant whispers on you. You hear a melody, and you must make a wisdom saving throw as you hear this melody grow and grow inside your head. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> They're fully right now. 
I want to add a d4 to my... That's right. You do have that from... What'd you roll? A two. Oh. <laughs> God. Should I save it? I would save, save it. it. Yeah. I'll save it. That's super low. Okay. The song is just too good. I have to keep listening to uh, it. Phaedric looks really excited as you say you're going to use his spell. And then when you decide against it, he looks down. But he doesn't say anything. He just kind of kicks the dirt. I mean, it's a mm. step up from eating it. I'm trying to, yep. I'm trying yeah, to contribute, guys. Yeah. I don't try to be a part of the team. Doug, this, this melody starts to repeat in your head. Uh, it does cause you to take nine psychic damage. Shit. And you feel compelled to move in a random direction, a.k.a. off the stairwell, and fall. However, you don't have any more motion in you, so you stay where you are. Your head just pounds and pounds and pounds, and you take nine damage, and that's it. Okay, just nine damage. It says specifically, if available, it uses its bonus action to walk off. I see. <laughs> so I'm just kind of sat up on top of the stairs, on the steps? Yes. Okay, understood. And that doesn't make it Thedric's turn. Thedric runs up and just takes a melee attack against loot. Thedric gets two swings. Uh, Thedric, as a rule, you have to dance before you hit things. It's something we're all doing. Thedric misses with one and hits with the other and says, I think it's just you. Well, you're never going to make it on... Don't get me wrong, you're... Darendale's Got Talent. You're really making me proud as you work off... He touches your stomach. This extra... I am not the Darendale <laughs> Doughboy. Okay? So get your hands out of my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> and just as Mendel does that noise, uh, Thedric, uh lunges his longsword into loot and deals... Into which crevice? Right into the belly button. The belly button. <laughs> the tightest of crevices. The circularest of crevices. And he kills Loot. <laughs> he nice. stabs Loot right through the belly button. Loot starts to spark and break down. The metal plates fall off of the wooden frame. And he goes, what a waste of crevices. Kaiser out of combat. Mendel looks down. <laughs> I said it's pronounced crevasse. And he steps on Loot's head. Make me dance, bitch. Mendel sits down on the stairs and opens a wineskin. Uh, Mendel, absolutely exhausted, just drenched in sweat from all the dancing. He is also going to expend <clears throat> a, a hit die to regain a wee smidgen of health. You guys are going to take a short rest then. You can only expend hit dice for health during a short rest. Can we take a short rest on the stairwell? <laughs> you can take a short rest on the stairwell. <laughs> Time will pass. What and I will a... roll another destabilization. I think that's that's reasonable. So you can yeah. expend your hit die to like you can roll a hit die to heal that much if you want to. All right, so you guys finish up a short rest on the stairs. So then you guys continue heading up the stairs. Uh, you go into the room where you had originally met Cyril and where Loot had escaped. Now, since Loot had already passed Cyril to get down the stairs to attack you guys as a manifestation of Bale, Cyril is already dead on the floor. It wasn't me this time, I swear, Doug. I know, I know. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> so then you guys head straight up to the top where... As before, you see, finally, Copernicus is strapped to the sort of the, the overhang, the ceiling of this lighthouse. Doug, I'm getting deja vu again. Copernicus is pouring blue flames into the signal fire, and it's this sort of otherworldly, ghostly blue flame. Mendel um, gets the urge to pee. You see <laughs> Marius, the elf, but as you guys approach and he looks over at you guys, his face begins to shimmer and change. And is he from Twilight? He is replaced by Percival. I really thought you were going to say the other guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> 
surprise, it was a Twilight podcast the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Percival looks at you guys. Did you really think I didn't know what you were trying to do here? Yes. And everyone rolls initiative. 12 for Mendel. I got a 24. Doug? Goes first. Start our final showdown. 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 Final boss. Showdown. So, Doug takes one of his blue daggers and wants to throw it so it cuts off one of the leather, leather straps. I'm assuming they're leather. They're leather, right? Like they were metal in episode one, so. No. <laughs> you can still. Abby broke them with a trident, so you can still throw the dagger at them okay. and break them. It is a and magic dagger. Thank you. Yes. Point I was about to make. Okay, so. so Copernicus. So you're going to try to free Copernicus now. Yes. All right, so. Or a piece of him. Make an attack. Or kill him. Did, wasn't that an option? Net? You could just throw yes. it at him. I'm trying not to. <laughs> it's. I'm just saying. <laughs> there's always There's always plan B. Thedric, Thedric does say. My God was very clear. It was an and-or situation. Both were fine. <laughs> See, I, he's on my side. I know he's my God, but it's kind of a conflicting thing where I I should want him to exist, but also he told me to kill him, so I... I, I when people ask for it, Doug, you give it to them. We go with the first option. Like cereal. I mean, look, he died, oh, in, he died in both timelines. Oh, I, gonna say he best. was always meant to die in the tower. <laughs> if you look at it that way. Uh, do make an attack roll against the straps, though. <laughs> Ready yourselves, because it's 15 plus 7, so 22. You break it. Well, I have, oh. I'm saying it doesn't have 20 hit points in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you, your base damage would break it. So Doug launches his blue flame dagger at one of the straps, the one holding Copernicus's right arm. Dagger hits it, it snaps. <laughs> Mendeley yells, you missed! If I you am, were aiming for the dragon, you missed! I am going to say this, though, that you... Th- Threw it over a bonfire, it falls into the fire. But it's a special flame, is it not? <laughs> it is a blue flame dagger in a blue flame now. So it's getting stronger. <laughs> and then Doug takes the other blue flame dagger and goes after Percival. Another 14 plus 7. The blood rain from hell that you guys saw <laughs> in Darendale, leaving Darendale, it's starting to merge with this timeline because Percival has arrived. Doug, you attack Percival. Uh, you deal some damage. All right. Got another fucking loaf of mediocre bread. <laughs> oh. oh, it's on. Oh, that's a good sound. 20. 20 damage plus the plus 9. The, plus, uh, 9 plus, so plus 9, so 29. 29, 29 damage. Straight for the jugular. Straight for the jugular. <laughs> Doug. Doug was just a real badass. Not as badass as me, though, when it's my turn. The only reason I didn't go first, actually, was because... I was really having the urge to pee, and I was having to hold it. That's bad for your urethra. Percival is going to use a uh, legendary action to retaliate against Doug. Two attacks. Percival does indeed pull out the loaf of elven bread. He's kept the one it, from the <laughs> kept it this entire time. <laughs> My bread. <laughs> but he's whittled it. He's it's all stale, <laughs> and he's whittled it into a spike. One day. I knew. This whole thing is your fault, Doug. You started all of it. I knew from the moment that the bread struck my shoulders that I would give it back to you tenfold. (laughs) And he lunges with the sharpened bread. (laughs) He misses with one for sure. And with the other, though, I'm pretty sure a 23 hits you. Uh, yes. But... Uncanny dodge. Percival's just flailing bread around. <laughs> <laughs> Doug makes a dodge. So he's going to take half damage from this. 
You take eight damage that is already halved. Now it is Percival's actual turn. Oh shit. Doug, quit loafing around. Yeah. Percival's gonna teleport up to Copernicus, grab him. Percival is now on the other side of the blue bonfire holding Copernicus. Well and then. You see, as he holds the dragon near, the magical powers of the dragon start to emanate out, and Percival starts to grow thicker. He's growing muscular and horns. He's slowly turning into the bale that you saw down in the caverns. No. You know, Doug, you know that point in time when you realized that you had a moment to prevent all this from happening and instead you used it to break a chain? This, is, this is that moment. That window's still open. What? Yell his uh, name. Yell his name. Bahamut. It is Mendel's turn next, though. So Doug is now standing kind of in front of you. You guys ran up the stairs. The Thedric is just behind you. The blue fire is still raging, but Copernicus is no longer feeding it. On the other side of the fire is indeed Percival transforming, using the power of Bahamut to transform into Bale. Mendel looks at Doug, and he goes, Don't do it. See you on the other side, buddy. Literally. And Mendel runs through the blue flame. I want to grab... Doug's dagger that fell and try to toss it back to him on my way through. Make a dexterity saving throw for f blue flame damage. <laughs> and a net one. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! This is really hot! You take 13 fire damage. But right. yeah, you can run through it and you can grab his dagger. Like as I pick it up, like it's like a, just like a toss back. Doug, make a sleight of hand to see if you catch it. Sleight of hand is plus nine. Okay. So add nine to that roll. So that roll. You catch the dagger just fine. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Check me out. Guys. You catch it in your teeth. It's actually really teeth. cool. Mendel like kicks up blue sparks and tosses the dagger, and Doug unnecessarily twists as he catches it. <laughs> and then as I come out of the other side of the blue flame, I imagine this very like anime scene, like where the flames just part in front of me, and I come out like with flames trailing behind me. So Mendel takes the palm of his hand and puts it right into Percival's chest uh, and cast Inflict Wounds at level four. That's a spell attack roll, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. 11 tops. That is not going to hit. Yeah. <laughs> He just wanted to feel his chest. I was just, this was part of the tickle truth technique and it didn't work. Mendel tickles, Mendel tickles Percival. Fingers. <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it. It almost worked, Doug. Now Bale is going to also use a legendary action to retaliate against Mendel. Dodge. Uncanny dodge. Uncanny dodge. For his legendary action, he can't do a lot of his uh, special stuff. He can kind of just swing at you guys. So that's what he is going to do. He's going to take two swings at Mendel. He is growing and growing. He is starting to get close to like 12 feet tall now. Mendel pulls his hand back so that he's not grabbing something inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. He swings his giant bull dick right at you. <laughs> one of his attacks was a... Don't come over here. One. Uh, his other roll was a 25. Mendel is going to use a reaction to cast shield. Okay, what does that make your AC? It'll make my AC 26. He misses you with his giant bull dick. Yeah. It like matrixes right in front of Mendel's face. He gets like a full eye view of the... <laughs> when you say bull dick, are there two horns coming out of there? No, he's just like, a, he's just a minotaur. Does it have uh, hooves and just a blow steam? Just a big horse long. <laughs> it is now Thadric's turn. Thadric, launch your spear. Thadric is closer to Doug, and so he's going to walk up to Doug and whisper, "You got this." 
and cast Haste on Doug. For the next minute or 10 rounds, Doug, you have plus two AC, your speed is doubled, and you may use an additional action each turn. I don't hear you doing anything over there. But when the spell ends after 10 rounds, you lose a turn. Daedric, what did you do? I didn't even see you do anything. I'm kind of here for moral support. Uh, I. So you mean useless. <laughs> His scaly skin that he's starting to grow overtakes him and he goes, Shut the fuck up, Mindel. <laughs> <laughs> he covers his mouth again, shocked by, by this. You know that isn't me. You piece of shit. <laughs> it's it's Doug's turn. I'm assuming that Bale's holding Copernicus like a football. <clears throat> that is exactly what I pictured, yeah. Feeling energized, Doug puts one foot up on the fiery fire, blue flamey fire. Roll a, a dexterity saving throw, but do it with an advantage since you have haste on I, you. 15. Doug, you only take two damage. Uh, that's already halved okay. because you're resistant. Lunging through the fire. He'll never see this. <laughs> Percival watches you intently. It's kind of bored. <laughs> Mendel looks at Percival. Deja vu, motherfucker. I mean, you missed me. <laughs> I didn't miss. I touched you. I tickled you. That was exactly what I meant to do. Doug is running through the fire. Doug leaps forward and using his left dagger onto his gut because he's 12 feet, right? Yeah. Like he's mountain climbing. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, make it a tie roll. Uh, 18. That hits. Yeah. Get him, so, Doug. Digs it deep into his gut. Deal me some damage. 10. Oh, okay. You get another action. two attacks. I get an attack and I can do something else, correct? Or you can do something else. You or can either do something else or you can attack, you can twice, attack again. twice again. Ooh. This is what this is what Thedric did. Where's the football? Under his right arm. I thought he'd be holding him with his left. He's Satan. He's ambidextrous. <laughs> his dick is holding Copernicus. <laughs> <laughs> Just wrapped around like an elephant trunk. That's, uh, that's what uh, There's an image. Um, but no, seriously, is it really? Can you no, drink no. through it's that? Under his, it's under his right arm like he's holding it he's under holding, his yeah. right arm. Uh, once Doug has gotten his balance, he takes the blue flame dagger out and leaps forward, pushing off of Bale's body over to his right arm to slash at his arm. Start with an attack roll. If we're for him to drop Copernicus, we're going to need more rolls than that, but start with an attack. It's Just a 20. Attack. Okay, so you hit him, deal damage first. Seven. Seven damage? Yeah. All right. Uh, he's going to make an opposed athletics check against you. He's going to try to hold on, and you're going to try to push it out of his hand with your attack. I don't feel like dexterity. Even though that's your attack, I don't feel like that would be what gets it out of his hand. It's a 19. He loosens on Copernicus, and Copernicus is free. Of his grip immediately. Copernicus starts fluttering there. He, right. He's flying. This isn't the weakened dead one that you guys had later. Right. This is young Copernicus. Doug drops down to grab Copernicus like he's in a hugging motion on his way down. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to snatch Copernicus? Roll me an animal handling check. Oh, God. All these. Copernicus doesn't know you in this particular state. Copernicus doesn't know what your guys' goal is. I got a nap one. Oh. oh. Copernicus definitely kind of does a little dodge and kind of flutters a little bit out of your reach, so you missed him. Let me land on the ground like a cat. Damn it. <laughs> you do that, but give me a performance check Damn just to it. see how much you show off. <laughs> that is a 13. You land gracefully enough. Gracefully it's not enough. super impressive. It's not, like, but it's not a superhero landing. <laughs> but it's not but, bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Percival is going to take some swings at you again using his legendary action. Ooh. Doug, how many hit points do you have? Activated my trap card. Um, I have 79 now. Doug, do you need my assistance? Yes. Mendel. A thousand times yes. 
Mendel uses his reaction to swap. Both rolls were 31. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mendel uses his reaction to swap places with Doug. Oh my god. I can never let you hurt my little Dougie. And Mendel dives in front of Bahamasable's attacks. Caperna. Mendel, give me a performance check to see how gracefully you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I had an unnatural 20. Mendel knocks you out of the way and he gives it a little flare as he does it. <laughs> like a little head whip, kind of. Like a... <laughs> Mendel 31 still hits you. Yeah, no, there's, <laughs> there is absolutely no way I can block that. No. 25 damage. Woo. Bale swings around, tries to get at Doug, but Mendel knocks himself into the way of the attack and takes 25 damage. It is now Bale's turn. Bale is going to try to grab Copernicus again. Mendel's just laying there like, come on, man, I, I tickled you first. You should have tickled me before you hit me. Bell's just going to teleport and he has Copernicus again. God damn it. <laughs> damn it, Doug. Uh, Bale, you have accomplished nothing. Bale does a nightcrawler blink in and out of existence. Bamf. Snatches, Bamf. Bamf. Snatches Copernicus and that does make it Mendel's turn, though. Mendel spins his hammer in his hand. Does the Goku power-up thing where he like just squats down and screams and <laughs> goes into a rage. <laughs> That's how he gets okay. his, his Super Saiyan powers. Uh, and then is, is going to lunge for, for Bale uh, with, with hammer in hand. And it's also going to be a reckless attack so that I can attack with advantage. This will teach you to mess with time. Even though we also are kind of messing with time. But it's your fault. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't have to. Is a 17 going to hit? It does not. God damn it. All right, well, then Mendel takes his second attack. Bale starts to tickle you a little bit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Those are both really good 30. Yeah. Mendel's going to aim for the elbow that's got Copernicus. Okay, you want to try to do the same thing that Doug did. Try to knock Copernicus out of his, out of his hand. Deal some damage, and then we'll do a pose strength again. So 15 damage. Now roll an athletics check. Unnatural 20. He holds on to Copernicus. What? You smash Damn him. Damn it! Mendel is going to expend a priest point. <laughs> expend a priest point to be able to take another attack action. Okay. That's going to be another whatever 18 plus 9 is. Do you have some damage? That's 27. There you go. 18, 18 damage, damage on the first one? Fuck. If I can't knock Copernicus out of your hand, I'll just knock your, your head in. Ugly monster man. I mean, that was unnecessary. <laughs> he looks down. <laughs> As blood rains from the sky, a blood tear rains from his eye. <laughs> Mendel. <laughs> Mendel is so embarrassed with his own insult that he, he rolls a 16, even with advantage. Copernicus shakes his head. <laughs> Bale uses his legendary action, and he's kind of pissed off at you now. <sighs> he reaches out. His free claw, hoof, fingers. <laughs> what the fuck does it mean? I guess he just have furry hands. Don't they? He's what? Got, what has... He's got hooves on his, <laughs> on his, his fingers. bottom legs, but for no, yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have fingertips. He has finger hooves. He got, so they're just <laughs> clickety <laughs> clackety <laughs> flat things. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. It just sounds like this whenever he. Just like this. Uh, he reaches down to Mendel, places his hand right on his. Bring on his little pooch. Oh, he's going to oh. tickle me, Doug. His pooch. And he says, This is how you inflict wounds. Oh, shit. 26. 
which I know for a fact is the exact number to hit you. Damn it. Thadric better come in for the win. win yeah, for the Th what have you been doing, Thadric? You haven't done anything since we've been here. Doug and I ran through fire for you, literally. I made Doug real fast. Remember, Doug? Remember when you got real fast? Yeah. What good that did. <laughs> exactly. Thadric is doing lunges on the other side. <laughs> Mendel, bales, hoof fingers glow red. And you feel a piercing pain shoot through your gut, and you take 60 damage. Oh, oh, God. Mental vomits a little bit. Oh, God. Doug, I think I just puked out more than half my life points. <laughs> <laughs> that may I am, I am. What? I am below half, half my life points. <laughs> Thadric for the assist. Do something, Thadric. Go touch Mendel. No, don't. Don't touch me at all, please. Touch him on the nape of his neck. He really likes that. It happened one time, Doug. One <laughs> time. And I told you never to talk about it. Thedric is continuing to lunge. And he stops. He walks towards the blue flame, which is actually starting to die down now because Copernicus isn't feeding it at the moment. And Thedric tosses some powder into the blue flame. Look it, out, Doug. It's sneezing and choking powder. I was just about to say that. It alights. Your mortal enemy. The flame sparks and blows up again, but it's not blue this time. It is a bright white fire. He has cast Beacon of Hope on everyone. Everyone has advantage on wisdom and death saving throws. And anytime, you, anytime anyone receives healing, they heal the maximum number of points. So you don't have to roll for it. You just get the maximum number you could possibly heal. This may be the last time Bahamut's light provides hope for the world. Now, at this point, it is... It is a holy fire. It is no longer a blue flame. Right. So switching places with Mendel, Doug runs up behind Bale to climb up him. Does he have a tail? Uh, he has a tail, but it's like a cow tail. It's okay. Like, <laughs> steps on his cow tail. It's limp in. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go all the way to the floor. Like right, it's, right. Just, it's like half the size of his penis. Oh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Doug goes again for the arm. Takes his left dagger to stab Onto the meaty part of his tricep. <laughs> Specific, yes. Yes. Because I need to be able to dead hang off of that. All right, yeah, so make an attack roll. He's starting to flail. He's really upset now. What was your attack roll? It is a 26. That hits. Get him, Doug. Bitch, hello. Get him. An 8 plus piercing damage. Always piercing damage. It's an 8 total? Yeah, that's just for the first. Okay. Piercing damage, so he's got a little hole for me to hang on to. <laughs> uh, he's got a climby hole, huh? <laughs> Doug will now stab his forearm. Uh, 23. He is really pissed off, as I just said. He's, like, flailing around, and you do not roll a strength check or an athletics check because he's going to use one of his legendary resistances to automatically pass that saving throw. Mm-hmm. He can keep track of it. He can only do that three, a total of three times, so he's used one of those because he's getting sick of you guys trying to knock the dragon out of his hand. Damn it, Bahamut. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> um, roll me a persuasion. Oh, I'm full of persuasion. Asian ready persuasion? To, yeah. Actually, get ready to feel persuaded. Or religion. Since Copernicus at no point during this campaign has like had long chats with you about godliness, oh, God, it's yeah. probably not fully aware that it's yeah. trapped in this mortal right, right. body. And <laughs> understood, understood. So but am I choosing? Anyone you want. I'm going to go with persuasion. Okay. Get That's it, okay. Doug. Persuade that fairy dragon. 15 plus 12, 27. Wow. Pretty fucking good. Hey, you persuaded me. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. You see a flicker of recognition in Copernicus's <laughs> eyes. He's still being restrained by Bayo, but it kind of like looks at you 
like perhaps it's not as afraid of you as it would have been earlier right. when the fight broke out. Okay. It's, it's stuck <laughs> still, in the demon's yeah. arms, yeah. But I still have one more action, correct? You do? I do. Okay, so with both daggers plunged into his arm, Doug uses it as leverage and launches himself toward the jugular. Thedric looks over to Mendel. I did that. That's what I did. He can do that because I did that. You know what? It's it's still not anything anyone can see. It's... <laughs> So, again, starting with the left one. As like, far as like I your, know, like he, your, fig- he figured it out himself. Like your fucking thighs. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. <laughs> you know, uh, make an attack roll. Okay. The dog starts with a left dagger. <laughs> you skip leg day once. and 25. That hits. Give me okay. some damage. This will plunge right into his neck, which is nine. Nine, nine damage. You are just poking this fucking demon just full poking. of holes. I know. He is just getting more and more enraged. <laughs> <laughs> so with the right dagger, Doug will go for an eyeball. Is that possible? <laughs> Being a demon, I'm not going to let you blind him by stabbing him in the eye. Okay. I mean, still, I want to <laughs> piss him off. <laughs> or you have to roll me like a fucking nat 20, and then oh. we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. I got a nat. 15, hang on. <laughs> okay, what's that total though? You probably still hit him. 23. Yeah, you still hit him. That's uh, a seven. Doug has poked like four new holes in this fucking creature. He is so pissed. Like I said, he already uses legendary resistance. He's kind of swatting Doug off him, but he can't quite get him off. And Maybe if you let go of the dragon with your other hand. I grew tired of this. And he is going to seemingly draw more power out of Copernicus, and I'm going to roll another time to stabilization roll. Okay. <laughs> Um, we had been doing this throughout the adventure. Time is not fully destabilized yet, but it is very, very close. What Bale is going to do now is reach up. Doug's kind of like, I don't know, holding onto his shoulders or his neck or something. Actually, he's going to swat at you like swatting a mosquito, and he's going to inflict wounds. No. 27. To hit? Yep. Yeah. Uncanny dodge. Oh, shit. Uncanny dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, be nimble. Doug, be quick. Dodge that giant bull dick. 35, that is already halved. A glowing red hot pain pierces through Doug, but Doug does an uncanny dodge and avoids the worst of it. That makes it Mendel's turn. Back to me. We are about to destroy you. I'm just going to tell you, if you give me that dragon right now and let me kill it, then we won't kill you. Bale just fucking laughs. He doesn't. You are not going to persuade Bale to give you the dragon. I have done such devastation to your world that you could only win by playing this cheap trick. I'm not giving you the dragon. I want to. I just want to smash the shit out of his toes. Or yeah, his his hoof. Right. An unnatural twenty. Yeah. For the first hit, that is going to be. There's going to be twelve damage to his hoof. Take this, you you cloven son of a bitch. You're going to need a farrier after I'm done with you. A farrier to the underworld. <laughs> it gets a, it's a double. You get it? Because farrier and farrier. Doug nods his head. <laughs> Just, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mendel will take another shot for the elbow. 22. Yep, hits. 15 damage. You guys can see that with all the all the million little knife holes and the blunt force trauma, he is kind of stumbling as he's trying to hold on to Copernicus, and he's just kind of bleeding from all of his orifices. 
And you know Doug what? made lots of new orifices. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done yet. And Mendel expends another priest point. Oh, God, yes. What are 18 plus 9. What was that again? 27? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hit him? 11 damage. One final swing. I'm actually starting to get really, really tired here, Doug. I have swung at this guy like, like, I don't know, 12 times. You're telling me. Poked so many holes in this guy. It's a good thing I described myself as tired. Um, <laughs> a 12. Nope. On that one, I go for the foot, and I just I just hit the ground. You just lightly <laughs> tap it. He is going to use his legendary action to attack you. Um, as you land your hammer down and kind of miss, he just punches down at you like a fucking whack-a-mole. Oh, we're sticking with this analogy? For his two attacks, he rolled a one and a two. <laughs> so just, he also misses you. You guys are just hitting the ground. He did, we did the same thing. The God, Doug, there's, there's moles. Thedric looks over to the battle, and he sees... Mendel smashing his hammer on the ground and Bale just punching the ground and he, he just kind of rolls his eyes. He's going to walk up to you guys, to both of you guys. Well, no, he can't. He's just gonna I was going to say over. he can split his land hands, but it takes a whole action to touch someone, though, so he can't do that. He has to pick one. Who has less hit points? Mendel is at 67. I'm at 34. He's going to touch Doug. <laughs> I didn't on. want you to touch me anyway. As I don't know where your hands have been. As Bale is punching the ground... He's low enough that Doug holding on to him is within touching distance of Thedric, so he just kind of... Like, touches my butt? He just <laughs> just gives you a little pat, a little, like, football pat. Like, yeah. Okay, well, if you're going to give out good games, then you, now you have to give one to me. Because <laughs> I've done the best of games. He's going to give you 40 hit points. He's going to keep some that if he needs to touch Mendel next turn, he can. That's exactly. <laughs> i got one right here for you, buddy. He wiggles his fingers. Mendel ever so slightly bends over. <laughs> That does use all of his actions, so then it is Doug's turn. Doug yells to Bahamut once more. He looks at you knowingly, but he's still caught in his hands. Stop dilly-dallying. Just get out of there. Does Wriggle. Wriggle just ever, Just eat a little bit. Fight it. Bale is, like, actively sucking the power out of him. Like, <laughs> oh. yeah. okay. Do something. He's not late-stage Copernicus, <laughs> but this is how he becomes late-stage Copernicus, by having the power sucked out of him by Bale, so it's right, happening right. now. Yeah. Okay. The way you said that just makes Copernicus sound like our, our word for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bale is a cancer on him. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a... uh, Doug takes a dagger, sticks it up his nostril, and does a Chinatown on him. I don't know what a Chinatown is. You don't know? <laughs> From the movie Chinatown? So, so I severed his nose. So he so he jokered his cheeks, and now he's trying to joker his nose slits. Uh, yes. give, give me an attack roll. He does have like one of those bull like nose earrings, so maybe you can get maybe you can dislodge it. What'd you roll? Nineteen. <laughs> uh that hits, yep. Just Music yank damage. that right out. Uh nine. You sever part of his <laughs> nose <laughs> and uh, that his, his nose earring just flies. No! <laughs> I bet my that mom was... gave me that. Wait, can can we revise that a little bit? And Duck throws it into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> he holds out a hand. Just <laughs> so sad. No! <laughs> After that, Doug hops down a little bit and takes a dagger and stabs it into his clavicle. Twenty-one. If you hit it just right, it makes a pocket. It hits. Aiming for the pocket. This is a ten. All right, you guys have gotten him extremely weak. Good, because he's getting another one. Doug takes another dagger. Just imagine this scene Nine. of Doug standing in front of a giant shin, just repeatedly just stabbing it stabbing over and over, over again. I'm like <laughs> standing on him right here. Just kind of like... Doug is mostly not missing, so he's just stabbing and yeah. stabbing. And stabbing. <laughs> 
Bale, are, are you from Switzerland? Because you're Swiss cheese. He just coughs up blood. <laughs> I don't think I'll get him this time. This is a 16. That does not hit him. Okay. Doug tired himself. <laughs> Doug is tired. He uses his legendary action to take two swings at you. Oh, God. <laughs> Watch out, Doug. A 23 and a 28. Yeah, they, they both hit. Mendel will use his reaction to swap places with his ward. No! Can, and dives in front you, of the fist. So he only hits you once then, because yeah. the 23 doesn't hit, but the 28 does, right? Uh, I mean, both of them will hit me, because I also can't cast shield. Mendel coughs up a little blood, and he goes, <coughs> Are you okay, Doug? Jesus, man. I'm here for you. Percival... He now grabs a hold of Mendel's neck and inflicts wounds. No. I'm okay, Doug. I'll be okay. Mendel gives you the thumbs up, like, while he's being choked. Bahamut. He holds on to you, but the spell fizzles in his hands. He misses you. (laughs) Mendel Mendel just looks him right in the eyes and gives him the finger. (laughs) (laughs) He just tosses you down. Um, And that, that is your turn. Mendel stands back up and is kind of really wobbly on his legs. He coughs up a, a little bit more blood. <laughs> Doug, I'm going to go all out for it here. This is it. I'm getting real close. Uh, and Mendel rushes forward to bail and goes for some more reckless attacks. Make some attack rolls. 16 plus you. 9. Yep, that hits. 12 damage. Mendel. Finish him. With Mendel's last bit of desperation, he is tired. He has swung his hammer so many times. He is bleeding profusely. With the last ounce of strength, goes to lift up his hammer, and he can't He can't actually lift it. And he looks over and squeaks, I need you for this one last time. He hand squeaks a dagger. Fly true, little buddy. Fly true. Uh, and he throws Squeaks directly in between Bale's eyes. Like a throwing dagger, but Squeaks is attached to it. <laughs> and he goes right into the nose hole that Doug opened up. <laughs> and he stabs the dagger out from inside of his head, out his eye. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh! Oh! Squeaks! God damn it! <laughs> and then Squeaks crawls out the other eye. Oh! <laughs> Mendel vomits and everywhere. Stands <laughs> triumphant up. Oh, God! You, you need a shower. Holy fuck. You guys are out of combat. Uh, the world is crazy. There was raining blood. It kind of flickers in and out of existence with a, with a night sky, a relatively clear night sky. The beacon fire flickers in and out between... You see it being the white beacon fire that Thedric lit. You see it being the blue flame. You see it being nothing. You see it being out. And the world starts to rumble like an earthquake you see the tide starts to come in really high it starts raising and raising where it's coming up onto the the island where you guys are are sat and out of the sea starts forming a bigger and bigger version of bale wow thedric comes up i blame you doug thedric comes up this is your fault damn it all thedric walks up to you guys and says i don't think you can just kill him I think we have to take the power away, otherwise he'll keep just getting the power later. I think we have to kill Copernicus. Doug closes his eyes, 
Uh, Copernicus is no longer being held by the demon, so right. he's around. He does trust you now, Doug. He has an inkling of who he is. Doug goes for one last ditch effort. Doug grabs Copernicus with both of his hands, grabs his face, and brings it up to his face. Wake the fuck up, Bahamut! And, like, shakes his head back and forth. I'll let you at least try this. Uh, religion or arcana? Um, Phaedric touches your shoulder and gives you the help action, so you can do it with advantage. Okay. Mendel also touches your other shoulder. <laughs> Bahamut, they're gonna kill you. We're gonna have to kill you. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> Doug gets really emotional. <laughs> no! It's uh, an eight combined. Oh, It's okay, buddy. Nobody, nobody here expects you to do this. He takes Copernicus away from you and he, he hands it to Thadric. You're the one that's truly been Bahamut's servant. I think if anyone here knew what needed to be done and should do it, it, it should be you. I was trying to avoid it, but... He turns, he, he holds uh, Copernicus and turns away from you guys, and you see him draw his longsword, and you hear... For the first time ever, you see Mendel cry about, like, he's, he's physically upset about Copernicus. Thedric falls to his knees, and time starts to stabilize. The blood rain dries up. It is just night, and the tide recedes, and Thadric's scales recede, and he becomes just himself. Uh, the, the white beacon fire that he had lit goes away. The hand that was glowing that he was going to pat Mendel's ass with <laughs> dies out. <laughs> he touches his fingers like he knows that whatever power he had as a paladin is now gone. Mendel walks over and puts a puts a hand on Thadric's shoulder. He reaches up and touches your hand and just kind of nods. Um, you guys see over the edge of the tower, up the stone bridge, comes Richter and Daedalus. You could easily mistake this for when this happened the last time. What time are you in? But you know that it is present day because they are they are themselves bruised and battered and their soldiers are because they just been fighting the legions of hell where you left them in Darendale and came to fairy weather to fight off this threat and Richter grabs Daedalus's hand and he looks up to you guys and he says you know guys uh, since the paladins can't really hold the, the place that they once did Daedalus and I can finally live our truth it's kind of a Romulus and Julian thing kind of thing we got going on here wow <laughs> wow Mendel looks at Doug and he's like, you just kind of hit the nail on the head right from the get-go, didn't you? I, did you know? Weren't their beds pushed together? <laughs> I thought you what? did that. I Did I do that? Did we never actually do that? God, I don't remember. Wow. Good for you guys, though. No, that's awesome. <laughs> um, hey, look, Fairyweather is pretty battered and destroyed. You know that the world will never be the same. The paladins 
what power they had as advisors is now gone for good or bad because you guys never investigated what their rule is like. The dro definitely run this place. <laughs> Mendel will find out someday. Mendel, Mendel turns to Doug and says, I think this is actually really good. He's a little much sometimes and I think Daedalus will really round him out. The world can slowly start to rebuild. What do you guys think is next for, for Doug and, and Mendel? Well, I think, uh, I think for Mendel, he's experienced a lot during this little, this little journey. He learned a lot about himself, uh, like about how great he is and about how wonderful he is. Squeaks is just nodding. Uh, how (laughs) many things, how many things that I'm the best at with all that information, uh, it's, it's very obviously clear to me that there's. There is no longer a place to go up from here because I have reached the top. I think Squeaks and I are going to go on our own little adventure to, to see if I can't clear the old noggin. And Mendel kind of like uses the hammer to tap himself on the head. Doug, you're, you're more than welcome to join Squeaks and I on our adventures, but I understand if you'd like to get back together with your sister and... Well, she is now Yandala. Oh, that's right. I um, forgot. You're apparently acquainted with a god now. Just keep rubbing it in my face. Uh, Thedric crying says, Yandala Dala pills, y'all. <laughs> Mental goes back over and puts another hand on Thedric's shoulder. <laughs> he just weeps uncontrollably. <laughs> uh, Mendel looks down to Thedric. He's like, you know, you wanted to. You could always come on this journey with us. Maybe maybe you can find something else in this world that can give you your powers back. I think I'd like that. Mendel kind of picks Thadric up and, and and gives him a hug. Uh, he hugs you. Um, and then they look over to Doug, seeing what his his next step is. Mendel, Thadric, I... We'll need some time to sort things out. I wish you well on your journey, but do know that if you ever need me, just you know where I'll be. I, after not being able to save my family in Barrel Hill and not being able to save Copernicus, I feel like there is much to be done. I get it. You you don't want to just go off on another adventure. Don't get me wrong, I do. I just... um, so it's okay, I'm not hurt at all. At all. It doesn't, doesn't make me... Mendel does start to cry a little bit. I think what was good for me was joining the Shadow Hand. But now that Lilith is not there, I will see if I can round up the group to uh, to do things for, for better reasons. Phaedric nods and pats you on the shoulder, and Mendel, I'm sure, reciprocates the... Reluctantly, Mendel, Mendel hugs you really tight. Just Mendel. I was going to say, <laughs> Doug shakes his head, but then he rolls right into a hug to hug both of you. He reaches up to his puka shell necklace, and he pulls off a shell, and he hands it to you. Uh, and he says, I want you, uh, want you to have this. If, if you ever need to find me, or if I ever need to find you, this will make it a little easier. That sounds like a plan. Squeaks crosses his arms and looks away. Look, you had a, you had your shelmet, okay? You shelmet. You broke it. 
about. He's on his shoulder, but he kicks. <laughs> Doug pats uh, Squeaks on the head. Thank you, little buddy. So you guys, you know, make your way down the tower and kind of start wherever towards your separate ways. The on sun- the way out, I want to uh, I want to make sure that I stop by Daedalus. Uh, look, Richter is a handful. Okay, <laughs> I think the only way that he was ever going to be with anyone is for you, because that's that's a lot. So, if if you ever need to talk about you know him, we got we got you. Yes, sometimes I get very emotional. Thank you, Mendel. <laughs> you're you're welcome. I. Mendel walks away. (laughs) Um, The sun starts to rise on the horizon, and we travel far, far away over high peaks, snowy expanses, and we come down to a little ridge near the top of a mountain range, and we see a small fish man say, I'm sure they'll be back for me anytime. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, no. And that's where we'll end our campaign. <laughs> oh, God, we forgot all about... You left Jeff in the mountains. Jeff. <laughs> you guys just fucked up. Oh, God. <laughs> Thus ends campaign one. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to us. Um, Thank I think you we'll, very much. We'll maybe talk more at a later time. We're definitely going to do a campaign two, though, so don't worry. When yes. you say it's over, we don't mean the podcast is over no. entirely. There might be a, like a, there's a possibility it might be a month break or it might be something a little different, like an in-between thing, but we will start a new campaign. It will be DM'd by Nick, and I will be a player. We'll have a new team member along, too. I have been your dungeon master, Richard Bertelson, signing off for this campaign, and joining me today was Ted Hong. As Doug Saucepots, also signing out. Hopefully one day we'll return to this character. And also Nick Slick. Uh, last time for this particular campaign, I will call myself Mendel Sands. Thank, Thank you, you so all. much. Hey guys, we have another five-star review on iTunes to shout out. Uh, thank you to GardenGata17, who says, This podcast is great for the listener looking for a laugh. The players have a fun time together, and I like that their out-of-character banter isn't edited out. It really makes you feel like you're sitting with a group of friends, and you get to be in on all the jokes. I also like how active they are on social media, so you can really feel like you're part of the community. Thank you so much for that great review, Garden Goddess. And remember, everyone, five-star reviews on iTunes helps the algorithm send people our way which will help us get more listeners which will help us continue doing what we're doing we've been so grateful for the feedback we've gotten on campaign one and we're very excited to bring you guys campaign two until then thank you again from all of us at character arcana